If you look me up in the dictionary, you'd get a four-letter word. It's got a C in it, a U in it, and a T in it. And that word is, of course, cute. <laughs> Welcome to Pod Culture Vultures with me, Dean. And this week I have mainly by identifying as a drunk puffin on meth. And I am joined by my hetero life mate and bearded chum, Kev. How's it hanging, Kev? Howdy doodly do. Lovely, mate. Absolutely lovely. How about you? Pepper my step I have tonight. I quite like the Flanders impression, Flanders. Diddly diddly do. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing all right, mate. I mean, uh, seems like months since we last spoke. I know, it's it seems been forever, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, where does the time go? Ask Stephen Hawkins. Perfect. Wow. Well, yeah, well, the other one, Brian Cox, you'll probably know. Coxie. Coxie. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brian, he's a very calming presence, isn't he, that man, he Brian is, yeah. Cox? Did he used got... to play the flute or the keyboard in the, in the band? He was in the band. He played a fucking flute, did he? <laughs> I don't know. What was he in? Was <laughs> he Lord of the Rings again? Jesus. <laughs> You no, he's a keyboard player in uh, D Ream. D Ream, that's it, yeah. Dream. Dream. Oh, the real! Oh, that's clever, isn't it? I know oh, clever. D Ream. Desiree. Des. <laughs> Money don't make my world go round. I'm reaching out to a higher ground. To a warm and peaceful place. I, 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 I can rest my weary face. Don't think Cause we're living, we're living in a crazy maze. Anyway, we are joined once again by our friends at Southy Folk, John and Lou. Hello. Hello. It's been such a long time. You haven't changed at all. I know you've grown a beard now, John, haven't you? Look, oh, I've, been, I've been in this room for so long now. <laughs> they won't let me out. I've grown a beard, and um, got a, 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 a yeah, got a taste for pretzels. That's what happens. How have you? <laughs> how, how have you both been? Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's great. <laughs> Dispense with the pleasantries. There's the um, there's the the old English saying of I'm fine, all things considered. <laughs> well, well, this week is part of our, our our double bill with uh with Salsi folk. Um, this episode is all about Lou's favorite film. So, um, what shall we talk about? St. Elmo's Fire. Um, really I just think it's a great film, but we'll chat about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was said with such trepidation, wasn't it, Lou? <laughs> yeah. They're going to slaughter it. <laughs> stick, stick fire, it's fine. Well, St. Elmo's Fire, 1985, directed by Joel Schumacher. Lost Boys. Brought us Michael, the Lost Michael's Boys. Mate, he brought us... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he brought us A Time to Kill, Fallen Down, 8mm. He brought us Tigerland, discovered Colin Farrell, didn't he, for that? 
directed them again in Phone Booth, and he also did oh, a couple of episodes of House of Cards before that all got. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need to take a breath. Well, no, we're films. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah they mean? are. The thing is, what I got from him is earlier films in the 80s, especially Lost Boys and St. Elmo's Fire, there's quite a homoeroticness to it, mm. if you notice. I mean, because he is gay, you know. Hello, Alan. <laughs> and, uh, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, mince. He's not even oh. with us anymore, is he? He died last year. Oh, oh. oh. oh, oh that's very flamboyant, wasn't he? Yeah, very yeah, pronounced. It's, it's flamboyant, very flamboyant yeah. yeah. But if you look, it's quite a lot of... Like in uh, the Lost Boys, in his in Corey Haynes' bedroom, he's actually got, which is always like weird. I always thought, why is that? Especially when you're younger. Mm. He's got a picture of, uh, I think it is Rob Lowe, like, is it Rob without Rob? his top on. Greased up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And the saxophone guy. My old brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. And then Rob Lowe plays the old saxophone and gets all sweaty in St. Elmo's uh, fire. And he does, doesn't he? On, uh, Demi Moore's wall in this one. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it oh, it's a massive Billy Idol. Massive Billy Idol, yeah. Did you, did you also know, this is my fact that I was going to bring out, that Demi Moore, um, she kept turning up for fittings and was as high as a kite. So they sent her away to rehab to get over a drug problem. And she was playing a girl who's, who's, um, who had a coke problem as well. So she had to get clean to play, yeah. a, a, to play a girl who had a coke problem. Either that or she went method. (laughs) Yeah, she had to go to rehab before she would start doing the film. I thought Demi was a clean cut girl, but obviously not. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Bruce Willis came to the album. What was your favourite sort of scene, John? Did did you sort of enjoy the film or Well, I found it was a bit rude, Lou. I thought there was far too much shagging in it. (laughs) And fling and in. And fling and in and fling. <laughs> oh. Oh. Matron, take them away. Oh. Oh. If you were a gentleman, you'd close your eyes. <laughs> Far too much shagging in it, and all they seem to do. My wife's watching Grey's Anatomy at the moment, and that reminds me of the same thing. They're all in and out each other's changing rooms, and um, that's what was happening mostly in this. It's filth. It's filth, and I can't believe you made me watch it. <laughs> filth, line, filth, filth. Okay. <laughs> All the innuendo. Well, I, th- I thought there was a great, there was a great chemistry. I think between the cast, between the, well, the, the actors. I mean, the half of them were in the breakfast. I was going to apologise to Lou, but unfortunately, they were to do do what I'm going to say because this is happening. I thought they were all abhorrent people. They're awful. Each and every one of them had a different thing I didn't like. It was yeah. almost like the cast of Friends, where I think they're really pretentious, up their own ass. <laughs> but that was mentioned in in the critique of the film. What you've just said was mentioned as well. None of them were nice. No, were... I don't I think, think that's they were. That's why I like it, though. I mean, I quite like it because there were the characters in the film. They're all going through a different thing. Yeah. I think for me, what I love about it is the fact that, you know, like Rob Lowe, you know, there's, there was always, if you're ever in a group, there was always one who never wanted to grow up. Mm. Um, that's probably Kev. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> there was yeah, always a sensible one. Um, <laughs> you know, the, and, and the thing is, and you'd always be in a group and you would always go to the same pub. 
and it's just that part of them growing up and the fact that you know they at the end they don't want to go to that pub anymore um and it's just 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 that process of them going through that part of different yeah. things going up in their life i know it's the thing is it's it's difficult because obviously i know that the film means a lot to you right so this is just my opinion it doesn't take anything away from it but watching it again through my eyes now but you said rob lowe right he he was awful he had he had a wife with a young baby yeah he literally tries to force yeah. himself into demi moore while she's, she's in watching the house while she's watching awful. yeah and then the woman the little the frumpy girl who's like yeah. fine but apparently she's not as aesthetically pleasing as the rest of them paying his rent as a present before he buggers off he says oh i'll give you one <laughs> yeah congratulations yeah. And she was pregnant while they were filming that she was pregnant while they were filming the film as well yeah but also i mean there is a part of it and the bit that gets me in the film is where you know she wants her key demi moore wants her keys back you know he's really drunk they've obviously got that chemistry and she just wants someone to talk to. And she's sort of saying, give me my keys back. And then his girlfriend's uh, wife's coming to the door with the baby. And she just turns around and says, you broke my heart, but then you break everybody's heart. You, you break everybody's heart, don't you? So I just felt it was a really good moment in the film where it's a bit of him waking up about actually everything's crashing around him. And he knows that he's not being very nice. You know, yeah. I, I, a lot of the characters are, you know, are not very nice in it. But because I don't like Judd Nelson in it, I think he's a real control freak. Yeah. And I don't like how he's sort of really trying to get, you know, the girl to marry him. And, you know, he's pushing what? this and way on her. And I think, shitty, shitty, yeah. You know, yeah. And there's, there's lots of things in it. But and there was the most. Because it's an yeah. 80s film, and I, I love the 80s, <laughs> and I love John Parr, and I love the soundtrack. Um, I think the soundtrack is, 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 is just got, you know, it's just got something yeah. about it. When you put that, when you put any of John Parr's songs on from that soundtrack, you instantly go, St. Elmo's Fire. You just know, you know it's from that film, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and Jules. He didn't, he didn't write that song for it, though. No, he didn't, did he? Almost no. fire, they've sent Almo's fire bits put in after us. It's, it's right, about yeah. a geezer in a wheelchair or something, isn't it? It's That's it, yeah. 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 yeah, it is. It is. And Jules yeah, is the yeah, most yeah. unconvincing suicide in the world where she goes indoors <laughs> and opens the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Attempts to freeze yeah. herself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heavily into vodka that's clearly water. That's it, yeah. Yes. I'll just sit in a corner <laughs> with the curtains billowing. <laughs> freeze me, freeze me. Yeah, there's some there's some there's some really funny facts about it, aren't there? And John Parr actually um he was born down the road from where I, I was born <laughs> in workshop, so yeah now. But yeah. it's uh... it, it, it's a, again it's of its time and it's not something that I would um if it was on on a wet Sunday afternoon I might put it on and, and watch it, but it wouldn't the thing be is, uh... it's like is it wouldn't it be my choice. Thing, though? Is that being a girl's thing? Because I've always loved Pretty in Pink. And yeah, that's but I like, a I like that. film, isn't it? That, you, know, you like John being... Hughes, don't you? 
I love John Hughes. Mm. Um, I mean, I would, I could have picked that film. Mm. I, I could have picked loads of films. Don't don't worry about the film that you've picked because no. we're saying it's like. But, but for me, it's a nostalgia thing, just like what John was saying. You know, I loved it. Yeah, I've loved it since mm. I was really young, and um, and I always had a bit of John Robert, Robert yeah. and Andrew McCarthy. I always thought he was really nice. Yeah, but he, he's still after his best mate's wife. <laughs> but that's all right because Judd Nelson's cheating yeah. so that makes it balance it out all right <laughs> but the worst character in it is Emilio Estevez because he's just it reminds us of someone <laughs> <laughs> what a stalkery weird little man he is quick what's the meaning of life Dale Beaverman who Dale Beaverman didn't you see her at the hospital tonight she's a girl that I was madly in love with when we were freshmen yeah, I love that bit when he drives up to this log cabin, and you know he's obsessed with her, and then yeah. and then you know they have this photo taken, and then she snogs him, and then actually she's thinking to herself, well actually I've made the right decision, and then he's at the point then when he's like, no I'm over it, and then he just drives off with a massive smile on his face as if to say. I'm going to watch my next quest. And something else. And it's definitely not her. I thought there was a bit of a weird thing, that, but I just thought it was quite funny, that bit. <laughs> That's one of uh, only two things I liked about the film. He was so fucking chuffed <laughs> that he, that he, he, he got his conquest, didn't he? He sort of yeah. pulled her down, all romantic, smack on the lips, and thought, right, I'm done here. And, and he's all too, chuffed, and then he gets short. the arm around it, don't he? Gets yeah. the old photo done, continuity error, because it's, the actual yeah. printout is at a wrong angle. Yeah. But he gets all chuffed about it, and then you think he's going to keep that as a keepsake, and he just goes, ah, oh, fuck it, you can keep that. Go on, you have that. You know, I'm over it. Here we go. Off we go. Lovely. Off yeah. the sunset. Lovely, yeah, lovely. This is a picture. <laughs> but yeah, and the, the other bit I liked was old uh, Casey Wong from Robocop popping up. The old uh, Estevez. That's the house. Is he the Korean? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Where's yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Where's Kirby or where his name is? Where? <laughs> Kirby. I can't remember what his name is. He turns up in the old suit, don't he? Made suit. <laughs> He's all miffed. There's a vase oh, everywhere, man. and people have fucked his house up. I just keep thinking of Emilio Estevez looking like a giant yes. toddler. Why would, <laughs> why would she want to go with him anyway? Well, she's clearly not interested, though, is she? No. She keep- yeah, well, it obviously had something, didn't it? Because it was a, it was a huge. Uh, it made thirty-seven. I'm just reading out for Wikipedia, thirty-eight million dollars at the box office. I think it's, you, you had the. I mean, you, you had the cast, didn't you? I think the, at that time, those, those. But they weren't big then, were they? When that no. was on, were they oh, big? Yeah, because well, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, they were part of the Brat Pack, weren't they? Ha- Brat Pack, half of them were on the Brat Pack, weren't they? So, well, three of them uh, were in the Breakfast Club, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah three of them. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so you had you had that three of them. Um, Did you prefer so I think... Breakfast Club then? Did you like that film, Kevin, or not really? Yeah, no, I I really like I really like Breakfast Club. I really didn't like this one. It's one of um, my favourite films. Breakfast the Breakfast Club. Club. I thought. I suppose they're quite similar in in, in terms that there's in terms of that sort of typical three act structure that it doesn't kind of follow that really it's more it's more documenting a certain time in their life um you know and St Elmo's Fire is is about them coming to terms with adulthood and how they're trying to deal with that and as you know as individuals as friends you know they're dealing with their careers and stuff and then the breakfast club is just kind of documenting 
these, is it five or six? These kids. Five. Five kids who've been given Saturday detention. Same as the Spice Girls, remember? Five. Like, oh, yeah, five, like Spice Girls. Um, oh. It's Brilliant, basically, it? it's you're just sat there, aren't you? Like, looking through a window. You're yeah. just observing it. Um, and and I liked I liked I liked that idea that concept. Um, I thought uh, with Breakfast Club, the reason I really like that is because I could really relate to the characters, um, yeah. and you have the huge nostalgic mm. uh, element to it. With yeah. the Breakfast uh, with St Elmo's Fire, it had all the nostalgia. It had the mullets. It had the it had the the eighties dancing. It had all the, the the music. It had everything. All that the fashion. I just could not relate to one fucking character in it. No. I just I. I I personally mm. thought they were all obnoxious little gits. Yeah. Um, and I just. I just I really I really didn't like it. I really didn't like them. I really didn't. Um, I liked the girl that like the frumpy one that you said. You know whose whose dad? You know you know they were trying to get mm. her to be into the card business. And I just love that. I thought she was like a really lovely. I think she had a really lovely personality. And the fact that you know she used to help Rob Lowe. Obviously, she fancied him, but she used to give him his rent money um, from that she got from her dad. And but she gets her own flat, and it's about her getting her independence and sort of trying to sort of live on her own mm. and not not be married off. Was that Mayor? Was that Mayor? It was Mayor was the, the um, frumpy one, was it? Mayor Winningham. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I thought what what, what I what I took from it was I th what I thought was very interesting was they were all protagonists and antagonists at the same time. There were things that you you, you kind of liked about them, or maybe you maybe you did relate to them, or you agreed with, but there were also things you disagreed with. So with the frumpy one. It's like, oh, she was cute and she was cuddly and she was sort of being mistreated and you know, and, and as you say, she, she was a wet fart, Kev. Yeah, but because... because she doesn't stand up because she doesn't stand on her own two feet <laughs> and she's giving this cock. It's like, annoying me. It's annoying me. But do you know, things like that, yeah. Do you know what, Kev? I wonder whether the creators of Bridget Jones got that bit. You know, when he snaps on her underwear and she's got these like big. Pants. Short things on. That's like in Bridget Jones when when she's sort of you know having sex with um what's Surf? his name? You know, Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. And it's, he's wearing big pants and he goes, "What are these?" And he like takes the Mickey out of her. But I just wondered whether mm. they got that same idea from that. What the hell is that? It's your scuba suit. They could have done. Obviously, it was like a good, you know, 10, 12 years before. So, yeah. yeah. In mm. Most probably. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But, um, who knows? Yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, funny little facts that I found, uh, two, you'll love one of these. You'll love one. Will I? You'll love one, yeah, because uh, it, it relates <laughs> well, to one of our favorite that, films. The only thing is, though, right, before we go into that, right, <laughs> I'm not going to just I'm not gonna hammer it home or anything, but. Yeah, I didn't like any of them. Oh, no, you didn't. didn't. didn't like any of them. And it did remind me of Friends. <laughs> I don't like any of them either. I know. I can't stand any of them. I know you don't. They're bloody all that are up. I know. And there's always Just an 80s tosser in a suit. <laughs> and oh, unfortunately... Oh, what you mean, the, the old uh, yuppie? You are, Stephen. Yeah. Well, trust me, exactly. So you are. And you that are. was uh, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, And yeah. he's so good as Bender. Yeah, he's brilliant as Ben, though, isn't he? Mm -hmm. But he's the only person who could go. No mullet, no mullet. No mullet. Yeah, no wig, no it. 
Jim. But he goes to school with five coats on. Who can pull that off? Exactly, no. 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 Big old military than... boots and he doesn't yeah. do them up. No. You'd almost call him Cooperinol, could couldn't you? Geezer. Five coats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, Kev, Kev's little film fact of the day, and the one you will like, is uh, the street that St Elmo's Bar is on is actually the Universal Backlot. Uh, two to three buildings to the left is the Hill Valley Clock Tower from Back to the Future. Great Scott. Back to the Future. Future. And here's a fact for you. Mayor Winningham, what film did she star in with Tom Hanks? Mayor Winningham. Which one's Mayor Winningham? Frumpy. Yeah, Mayor Winningham. Mayor Winningham's the frumpy one with the big knickers. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. No. No. Well, Forrest Gump. No. Forrest Gump. No. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Yeah, that's a bit out of order. You should she play Hooch. That's bang out of line. That's naughty. That is, John. That's all. She does the voice. She does the voice for Hooch. That's what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you mentioned it. Big, that's a film we could do. Oh, that's Big's a... classic, isn't it? Yeah, but it's wrong, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that was oh. brilliant. That was... Oh, yeah, but that's, that's weird, though, because... That is good. He, what was he supposed to be about? 12, 13? 12, 13. And she, he cops off with a 30-year-old lad. <laughs> yeah, but he is in a male, uh, an adult's body. Yes, but is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, not not really. Not in real life, he isn't. Uh, and my other, my other little film no, fact that I found, either. which was, um, and I, I would have preferred this to Rob Lowe personally myself. Uh, considered for the role, other than Rob Lowe, was Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah. Oh, I think I would have preferred that of yeah. Wayne Gale himself. He was amazing. Robert Downey Jr. was amazing in Ally McBeal. And he was in it, and he was only in it for one season because he was so into drugs that they had to take him out. (laughs) So into drugs. Oh, really? That they had had to take him out. He was amazing. (laughs) Loved it, didn't he? That's a brilliant way of... Sounds like Demi, sounds like Demi Moore, That's Luke. brilliant to it, like a drug addict. Like, he was so into drugs. <laughs> he was so into drugs, it killed him. Yes. <laughs> he, he, loved it, he liked Moore. Loved he it so loved much a bit of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, noon, and night. Drugs, drugs, drugs. That's all he had. Drugs, yeah. drugs, drugs. Presents for birthdays, Christmas, drugs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yes, yeah, it's St. Elmo's fire. Lovely. Get your hands off my wife. Your wife? You're not married to me. You're married to your friends in the bar. I, I said, get your hands off my wife. Billy. Oh, are you kidding? Billy. Uh, so, oh, so, I imagine what score you're going to give it, Lou, but do you want to give us a... Well, I've got to give it a nine, of course. Just for the nostalgia, you know. I, for my 40th, we hired a cinema and we all, there were about 40 of us that all went to see it. And we took Lovely. my oldest son as well. And it was just, it's just got that, I don't know, it's just got history with me. I know what we said about the characters and you're right, but I don't know. It's just that feeling of when you're young with friends, maybe you all had a group where you all hung out together. 
and you know you still do do. do. (laughs) yeah i didn't have any friends when i was younger (laughs) 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 oh nine oh yeah definitely how about yourself john what would you give it a four go on me can i have fractions Go on. Go on. <laughs> I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a three mm-hmm. because three, three cast members were in the Breakfast Club, and to be honest with you, I did, I did watch it a couple of times when I was younger, and I just think it's watching it with old eyes that's made me very cynical yeah. about mm. these bastards. <laughs> 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 a bunch of twats Absolutely. in a film earning lots yeah, of money. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it. I'd give it a three as well. Um, I, yeah, I, I didn't particularly enjoy it, to be honest with you. Um, I remember I, I got to one point. I thought, right, I'm going to make a quick cup of tea because I've probably been watching this thing for an hour. I've watched it for 24 fucking minutes. I thought, bloody hell. I thought I'd like consumed at least like half of the movie by now. But um it, You see what you put them through, Lou. You see what you put them but through. But this is what's great about this pop this show, yeah, isn't it? It's just yeah. like you you and I, we we, we have a lot in common, that. but we, we are very divided on some things like Lord of the Rings. Um uh, so it's it's good to get four different yeah. perspectives yeah. Of, of one film and that's what we love doing if about you, if you listen to the podcast we did about um Justice League. Um, which was a short one that we did. You'll see was our speed how, force how we can actually disagree quite a, a lot on a film, can't we? Yeah. Sometimes. I think that mainly for mm. you was the duration. Is it, we've both got a thing, haven't we, where we, for us, ideally, the perfect movie is about 90 to 95 minutes. Yeah. Wrap it all up. But where we differ is I'm quite happy to sit there for a four-hour superhero movie, which I did watch again the other day, because I, I think know. it's a masterpiece. Where do you find the time? It is a, it is a masterpiece. Zack Snyder's Justice League is a masterpiece. Um, <laughs> Man, it's a good film. I'll agree with you on honestly, that Honestly, it's fantastic. Have you seen but it? I think the tradition... But then I like I like Lord of the Rings. Have you yeah, guys seen the yeah. new Loki, um, the new series? That's, that's No. It's good. I've, I've, I've heard that. it's really good. Yeah, mm. I'm really enjoying it, actually. I was reading the other day that they were, um, who was it? Was it like Rolling Stone or IMDb? Someone was giving it a really good review and then I bumped into someone at work and they were telling me, oh, you need to watch it because it's really good. Who's the but guy Tom, that plays him? Tom Hiddleston. Because he was, they were, yeah. Oh, that's really right. Yes. He is. Yeah. He was a baddie, wasn't he? He's, he's a baddie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He does good impressions. No, is he, he doesn't. Oh, was that thing where he just started of singing what? at a ceremony? And then he started, He was going out with uh, Taylor Swift for like a nanosecond. Yeah, that was all publicity, I reckon, though. Yeah. She did that gonna, with the He's going to be James Bond. I think he would have been a good James Bond if they were going to if they were going to set James Bond back in sort of 50s, 60s era. I think he could have kind of but when he was off. a little boy. <laughs> when he's a little boy, James Bond. James yes. Bond's <laughs> little boy. As a uh, child, Jimmy Bond. I could, no, I could. I, I could Bond. see him in that kind of era. I couldn't see him in a contemporary kind of Bond. No, he just. Nah, but, uh, nah, nah. But, but the thing is, Charles Autry. But then they, they wouldn't. Bond. They wouldn't go for someone like him. It's too obvious. It's, uh, they don't generally go for well-known actors for that role. 
You know, I mean, Roger Moore at the time was quite was very well established with the Saint, which was pro- yeah, which was probably it at the time. But when you look at all the yeah, other, well, that's actors, why he couldn't he couldn't be James Bond because he was the original choice, mm. and uh, he was and Cary Grant, the same. Cary Grant, yeah, Cary Grant. Who was, was the a... fir- who was the first oh. ever James Bond? Cary Grant. Huh? Who was the first ever James Bond? James Niven. Hey, is it James Niven? No, David David Niven. The other one. Sean Connery. It's Bob Olness. Bob Olness? Yeah. What, on the radio? Well, Bob Olness? Yeah, but... What, the chap who did the 3 2 1? Or no, what was the one? Um, and, uh, Bob yeah, Olness. Black Blisters. Yeah, he That's did the, one. the uh, radio series. <laughs> played Bond. I'll have to listen to that. Oh, bloody and hell. Dave, Look Dave at you. Casino Royale. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was a good film. Didn't like that. Didn't no, like that was a good film. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question now then. So what I... is, so what, what was your favourite 80s film then, Kev? You answer first. I don't know if I can nail it down to one. Much like you said on a previous episode about nailing it. No, no, it wasn't a previous episode. It was this episode. Um, how you were saying about yeah. St. Elmo's Fire is one of your favourite films. Yeah. I don't think I could nail it down. Well, I mean, what, you, like, you could say what were your top, I don't know, top three or something. Oh, if, yeah, but even that's difficult because, I mean... I'll I mean, start was... the rundown. Big Trouble in Little China. Watched it last night. Oh, Brilliant. yeah. American Wealth in London. I wouldn't have it on the list. No, no. Oh, yes. Good now though. you're talking. Yeah. Now you're um, talking. Robocop. Mm. Absolutely. What about Brad Kid? Is that okay? No, no, I do like I it. I like it. It wouldn't be on the list. It wouldn't be on the list. We do like it, but Cobra Kai is much better. Yeah, Cobra Kai is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Lethal yeah. Weapon, Predator, Trade on Places, Back to the Future, Aliens, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm. Empire, because it was the 80s. Empire, 1980. Star Wars was sort of Empire. 77. 77 was a no Pol- Poltergeist. A pol- I do like that. I don't know. That's a, it's a very, mm. um, you can see that uh, Spielberg's involvement in that film because of the family type mm. scenario in it. It's very ET like, but then it's mm. sort of. When he pulls his face off in the sink, that's an interesting. They don't do that in uh, ET. Do you not yeah. think that at the beginning of ET, right? I always think this if you found some sort of weird alien in your garage or something, sure. you'd find the first thing you found that possibly a cricket bat and just smack it. Like, well, you couldn't miss one. Jesus Christ! You couldn't miss it with that noggin, could yeah. you? It would be, it would be a very yeah. short film then, <laughs> though, wouldn't it? Sh- if they did, oh, and you've got to. What about um, what's that space one? We close encounters. That's got to be on there. Yeah, it's got to be there. Is it? Yeah, that's seventies. Were there any Brat Pack films that you like? Did you like The Outsiders? I did. I really like that. I I can't. I've seen it, but I couldn't tell if I liked it because it's been so long since I've seen it. That had loads of it. Like you say, Swayze, The Cruise, The Cruise. I love The Cruise. Milo Estevez, yeah. Rob Lowe's in that. At... Top, top Gun. Top oh, Gun yeah, is another one. Top Gun. Yeah. Back catalogue, literally, of, of Arnie. There's some great movies in the 80s. Yeah, First Blood. What about Highlander? Oh, the uh, only see... one. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, uh, no, I, I, um, I watched Highlander recently, and uh, I watched it about two. <laughs> I watched it about two nights ago. And, uh, and uh, I, I remember thinking it was a good film, and I watched it this time. I thought, shit. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. Sean awful. Was Sean Connery yeah. in? Yeah. The thing is, was Sean Connery? He's in an that? Egyptian dressed as a Spanish guy who talks with a Scottish accent. Yeah. And you got a French guy with a oh, French, nice. with a French Scottish accent. With a Scottish accent yeah. Who explains to Sean Connery what haggis is? Yeah. <laughs> in a boat. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Haggis in a Don't boat. Flex. <laughs> that was one of, <laughs> that was one of those films where you watch it later from a different perspective, and I thought, I I I don't you know, like geese, it. Like the big geese with the big sword. Clancy Brown shaves his little nut. Yeah, Clancy Brown. He, he was in Starship Troopers, as John brought up earlier on. And he nearly gets his head. Put your uh, hand. Put your hand on that wall, soldier. <laughs> put your <laughs> hand in that. Soldier, <laughs> yeah, put your hand. Such a good film. But yeah. No, yeah. to answer. So Such a question. Flash there's, Gordon. there's too many. There's too, Flash Gordon. No. Yes. Yeah, there's so many. Off this podcast, I'm going to go and look at the whole list of 80s films now and see. I mean, I've got a lot, lots of them. Um, but well, Lost Boys is another one. I want to. Oh, yeah, no. Lost Boys is amazing. What was that? Um, Warriors as well. That's 70s. That was probably what, 70s, what, wasn't it? Yeah. So 77 close encounters. Was that 80s? Oh, uh, yeah. Goonies. Goonies, Terminator 1. Mm. If you, on uh, YouTube, there's a Warriors thing where the actors have gone back and done the, the trip. Have they? Yeah. To is it Coney Island. Coney Island, yeah. yeah. Because there's people on the subways that recognise they've got the Warriors. Uh, Jackets on as well. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they look they look a lot older, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but they did the same, <laughs> did the same, uh, same trip. But yeah, that's a uh, Warriors. So I love that play. film. I love a good chase movie, and it's yeah. so fucking simple. That one is. That's really, he's got the bottles. Yeah, yeah. he's a little fella that Arnie drops over the cliff. Yeah, in Commando, really? Sully. Yeah. Remember, I, I promised. Uh, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> Matrix, you were going to take. You promised you'd be last. What about Gremlins? Was Gremlins in the eighties? Uh, yeah, Gremlins was in the eighties. Eighty-three. Class, that was. I really loved yeah. Gremlins. I thought it was really. Cool. I really like that. The yeah. problem that like they the had with Gremlins well. was when that came out. For a little fact, that came out. It was a fifteen in this country. So unfortunately, all of the merchandise and toys they brought out of Gizmo and that mm-hmm. they they weren't because none no kids had seen it. So ah, bloody hell, that's a marketing. Cock-up, yeah, also, isn't it? another little film fact for you, one we haven't mentioned, but I'm even surprised that I I haven't mentioned it. Most certainly, Batman. one of the greatest films of the eighties, Batman eighty nine. And a little film trivia of that is mm. when and that was released, that was the first 12 certification in the, U, uh, in the UK. I that went to see it at the cinema. Oh, is, that, is that the, is that the <laughs> one with, um, um, oh, what's it? Michael Keaton. Michael, yeah. Jack, Robin. Jack Nicholson, yeah. Yeah. That was my little quote from oh, earlier on, wasn't it? Yes, that was good. You're going to go, you go with a smile. <laughs> and, and Ghostbusters as well. Don't forget Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. We're going to name yeah. them all now, aren't yeah. we? Gremlins Just put it in that very famous search engine and you'll Goody. get shitloads of responses. Well, yeah. There's a lot of, there's yeah. also a lot of um <laughs> like B movies and horror stuff that I really like. Like I think um Chainsaw Massacre two came out in the eighties. Which I like. was that? Or was it? I love that one. Chainsaw Massacre two. 
And the Rocky Horror Show as well. Seventies. That's seventies again. Yeah. God bloody hell. Um, yeah. Yeah, like all of the Friday films and the Nightmare on Elm Street and. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Mean? Yeah. What about Christine? Did that come out in the eighties? Seventies. Seventy-eight. Oh, I mean. is that? Yeah. Oh. Uh, right. Okay. Here we go. So we've got Beetle, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was another one. No, Heathers, like that. Heathers, like that. Heathers is a good film. And, and then what else have you got? Tremors. Oh, Tremors. I know tre- Tremors was in the nineties, but Tremors. We should do Tremors. Yeah. Ah, that's brilliant. That is. Yes, you should. That's a good. That's actually a good. Oh, Sharknado. You got. To do oh yeah. That oh, yeah. <laughs> Sharknado. Oh, is one. Was it? Is one I watched the other day. The Untouchables. Oh, I love the Untouchables. It's Absolutely incredible. Crazy. Love it. Brilliant soundtrack as well. <laughs> Labyrinth. Yeah. Stand by me. Akira. Yeah, they live. They live. That's class, mate. Don't yeah. know that. As John said, Top Gun. They live. That's uh, Scarface. Matthew Body Piper, the wrestler. Full Metal Jacket, Wall Street. Mm. He also did a film called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Nice. Which is brilliant. It's that it's it's because it's been an apocalypse. It's a it's been an apocalypse, <laughs> and there's like frog people that live in this place, but Rowdy Roddy Piper is right. the only fertile one of the only fertile men left on the planet. So he's been like kidnapped and caged by loads of women to get the uh, what women no, frog it's people like normal you know, human women. But when he does get to Frogtown, he does right. have to do the business with a frog lady. That's a, a bit like a bit like Captain Kirk, isn't he? I thought you were gonna say like it was humans that, that accidentally trod on some frogs. <laughs> and then there was poison in the bottom of the feet and <laughs> That's a whole yeah. different type of niche. Yeah, film. That's a that film is a whole in the making, niche, that yeah. is. Also and also um the That's greatest whole... uh, Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. No. Um, that's, Bruce I've watched Phillips all of those, with hair. All of those recently. <laughs> mm. He was sexy back then. He was. He's just a bit of a, just, bit of a cop nah. these days, isn't he? Always wearing yeah. a T-shirt. He, he don't bother anymore. Is he? Crocodile. He let himself go, is he? Well, yeah, there's, there's that, but he just doesn't bother, does he? Do you see that last Die Hard? It was dreadful. He's just sort of turned out. It's just like, I told can't you, be bothered. I watch it. It was just... So such a American transatlantic trash. Transatlantic. Yeah, but I didn't get that. I mean, Harrison Ford. I didn't think he played a really good part in the last Star Wars. He only he was so grumpy, and the only reason why he did it for the money. And every interview went on. He actually said that basically, you know, that he just didn't. I don't know. He just. And also, they had to kill off the character, didn't he? Because he the wanted the is, character Harrison, killed off. In the he's one. Han Solo. He's Indiana Jones. He's Indiana Jones. He's Deckard. Yeah. <laughs> That's three iconic. Deckard. Yeah, Blade, Blade, Blade Runner. Ah, yes. I watched the second one again the other day. Blade Runner. I haven't watched that. Awesome, mate. I haven't watched it. Awesome. What did you, th- what did you think of that one? I thought it was a bit too long. And he was the in it for two minutes. Loved it. You, yeah. He, he won't yeah. like it because it is about two and a half hours. But uh, It was I loved rubbish. It. Absolutely rubbish. <laughs> Get their own back now. Enough. Get their own back, yeah. <laughs> That's where yes. I was saying the Vangelis soundtrack <laughs> comes from. Blade Runner. I know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 I oh, know. I love. I love the new one. That's Cinematography was beautiful. Nice slow burning movie. 
Great acting, great direction. Denny Villeneuve. Mm. You know what? Sounds like I'm not going to like you. You you won't like it. Mind you, saying that the first Blade Runner is is quite a slow burner, but it's not two and a half hours. I'm not a huge fan of that. Oh, you won't like it then. Don't bother. Do you know? Don't don't waste your time moaning about it to me. (laughs) (laughs) You guys do a podcast on the best soundtracks to movies. That would be a good. We've already done it. Have you? We did, uh, did Judgment you? Night. I said, yeah. That's the best soundtrack to the film. <laughs> well, you, you, he, Kev would come up with all of the sort of composed stuff, wouldn't you? And I'd say probably one of the best soundtracks is the soundtrack of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Class, mate. There's so many good fans on that. Yeah, but I mean, that's great. What's wrong with that? I think we should actually, yeah, because I, I would come from a composing point yeah, of view. Yeah, you'd be like this, and I'll say, I like Dumb and Dumber because it's mm. got, um, like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, green if, jelly on it. But if you look at some directors like uh, Edgar Wright, Tarantino, like to use a lot of different um, yeah, I quite, I like, I musicians like Tarantino. and bands, don't they, in terms of, their, of, of the music and the, and the feel of their films. Well, I, like, um, I like Tarantino, I like him. But I, I like when we were talking about the re, if we there should be a remake of Jaws the other day. No, yeah. you said no, but I think they could a remake it. What the first one? Do yeah, that one they've again? Spoken to they, they've, they've approached Spielberg to say would he produce it, and he said no, absolutely no. But I don't think that means no. Of course not. No, I understand can't that. Do it, and it's likely that it's going to happen at some point. It's likely. Mm. But it'd be cool, wouldn't it, though, to when you think about like how his involvement in the Mandalorian. I don't know if you've seen this sort of. I don't. You've seen the Mandalorian to begin with, have you seen? Yeah, 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 both of them. Yeah. 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 Have you seen the making of it? Because there were seven directors that directed a different episode, weren't they? But George yeah. Lucas was always sat in the back. He was always there. Um, Counting the money. And I, think, and, and I think with like Spielberg, yes. I think you know there could be like a spin-off of Jaws, and he could have an involvement in that. Do you know what I mean? It could be something. The thing is, he hates a little bit. Where instead of he the hates great white shark, it's a different one. Bruce. <laughs> yes. The thing is, oh, Spielberg hated filming it. It was a nightmare for him to actually film, wasn't it? Because there's, there's so many. The shark's supposed to be in it from the beginning. They're supposed to see the shark eat mm. the woman at the beginning, but because it didn't work, the mechanical shark, there's loads of scenes that aren't there. But uh, in hindsight, that, that builds works. the suspense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it does. The thing is, on the shark as well, yeah. it's got jowls because that's where the jaw is, the uh, mechanical jaw. But um, it just kept breaking down. Look, you, mm. there's supposed to have been the shot of the shark coming out to eat the boy on the raft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that broke the second. Mm. But I still think I came up with, you didn't even mention my class cast to do Jaws. <laughs> Who? Me, when I said he would play, play him, I said you oh. could have uh, Bill Murray as Quint. Did I not reply? No. I did, I, I did yes. voice it. But I couldn't. I was trying to figure out. But I said if we should do it, and it would be Bill Murray as Quint, yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson as Brody. Brody, yeah. And Richard mm. Mercy. So you've got a bit of that. Richard, Richard Davis as and uh, Stephen Graham as uh, Hooper. Yeah. 
Stephen Graham. Yeah, he's the little Liverpudlian guy who was in. Ah, oh, yes, of course, Line of oh, Duty just, and all that. Yeah, he's just been very good in, in that time. New, um, yeah. you know, series with Sean Bean. Time. I don't think time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. It was really yeah. good, but yeah. it was very heavy mm. going because yeah. it's uh, what's his name. Uh, Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did cracker, didn't he? That guy. He did that. Brilliant. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think yeah. that worked. But then I said what directors I would have for it, <laughs> and you said yours, and it was all like proper, like director directors. And I said it should either be Tarantino, Rob Zombie, <laughs> or Ke- Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is like the, the the real difference between us two, isn't it? Um, because to actually find it, you, what did you, hang on, let me just go back to it. Uh, Denzel, 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 that have gone too far. You're gone, too, you're gone too far, Albert, you're gone too far. Your phone is Denzel. You're gone too far, Albert. Um, oh, I can't find it, fuck it. Was it on the, wait, wait, was it on our chat or was it on the, no, it's on the Vultures. It's on the Vultures chat. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, you put, Oh yeah, what did you say? So you said Taran- Tarantino and like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, didn't you? Rob Zombie and Rob Zombie, and yeah. I came back with I've <laughs> Catherine Bigelow, Dan Gilroy, David Ayer, Nils Arden Obleff, or Martin Scorsese, <laughs> and then I followed it up with a picture of a uh, Sean Connery. As the Egyptian, but you put <laughs> Martin Scorsese. That'd be only any good if the shark was a gangster, wouldn't it? It'd be De Niro, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be De Niro. The shark, the shark, well, De Niro, De Niro yeah. the shark. He'd have his little <laughs> spot on his face. Hey, you snap at me. You're I think. At me. I snap at you. <laughs> you put, you put a barrel on me. I snap at you. That was the world's worst Robert De Niro impression. <laughs> and we've got it recorded. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the recording. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah. Saint Elmo's fire. We've obviously waffled on a bit at the end, but uh, yeah, yes, yeah, almost fire. Yeah, lovely. Cheers for that, Lou. Uh, that was really good to sort of dive deep into that one and dissect that one from court <laughs> different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. But we, <laughs> but we, 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 no, but we're glad that you chose a film which is close to your heart, and that's yeah. what it's all about on this show, isn't it? Yeah. Um, sorry, you agree sorry, with sorry about mm. that. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but but for all our listeners out there, catch us on the old social media: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Over to you, Dino. Catch you on the flippity flap, baby. On the baby. Thank you very much. Cheers, Bye. John. Cheers, Lou. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. I'm so happy because today I found my friends. They're in my head. I'm so ugly, but that's okay because so are you. We broke our mirrors Sunday morning is every day. I'm not scared, light my candles